0: Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.
1: Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kate Matsudaira. Kate Matsudaira is an experienced technology leader, a published author, and keynote speaker. She worked at top companies like Amazon and Microsoft, being an executive in three successful startups, and now runs her own company, Platforms. Kate wants to transform the way we think about career development and is on the mission to create tools that help superstars shine at work. So women of the world, Ms. Kate Matsudaira, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We are delighted to have you on our show and I'm sure our listeners are excited as well. So Kate, I really like what you're doing with your business you are a success in your own right. you put in the effort, you know, this equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business that you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them. But these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind a niche? Well,
0: my business really started uh, from my personal blog, which is at katemats.com. And my company, PopForms, what we do is it's really building kind of tools and training to help employees be better at their jobs. And we really are just trying to solve the problem that if you are an executive in a company and you have $1,000 to spend, there's all kinds of ways to help you be a better leader. You can go to a seminar, you can hire a coach, but if you're just a high potential employee and you only have $50 to $100, there's not really a lot of options out there to help you be um, better at your job. And so really that's what we're trying to solve. And we're trying to do kind of turn leadership development and, and kind of soft skills training on its head by making it fun, making it easy and kind of uh, giving it to people in a way that pushes the content to them. So they're not kind of forced to in the traditional model where you have to go and sit through a class. A lot of people will sign up and they won't finish all the lessons. So we're kind of trying to you know, combine that all together in a really interesting way.
1: <laughs> yes, I love what I'm hearing about your business, and I mean, they're building these tools and training to help employees or end leaders to be better at their job. What an awesome, uh, um, you know, work that you do out there, especially for in that in the industry. Now, what was the defining moment that? prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? Well, for
0: me, I knew I always wanted to do a startup. And I had worked in big companies, like you said in my intro. And I left uh, those big companies in 2006. And I was like, I really want to start a company, but I didn't have an idea. And I work for three other startups. Um, two of them were acquired and one is still going strong. So three successful startups. And every time I would kind of go work for someone else, I was like, I really want to do my own thing. But I I kind of struggled finding the right thing. But in my experience, one of the lessons that I learned was that uh customer acquisition is always a challenge. Finding the right people, being able to reach them, being able to create a message that resonates with them. And so because I'd been blogging about my journey professionally, like my struggles from moving from an individual contributor, um, an employee to like a manager, to a leader, to an executive. Um, I wrote about this and, and my blog got a lot of traffic. So when I was thinking about starting my own company, I said, you know, I had become known as someone who spoke about technology, who spoke about technology and leadership and like the challenges that come managing kind of software teams. Um, and so I thought, well, what kind of business can I build that would appeal to these people? Because when you have an audience and you have a message and you have something that you're passionate about, um, it's a lot easier to then craft a product and sell to those people, if that
1: makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It totally makes sense. And I love that your business evolved from uh, out of building your community of uh, people first. And then you, and then from there, you knew what they need, what, what problems they have, and then you rose to meet that need. Wow, love it. And uh, congratulations, by the way, for, the, I mean, three successful startups. Wow. I mean, not only one, but three. That is so inspiring. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry. And that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out?
0: I think it is really around helping people be better. I mean, every day, uh, we get emails from our customers and from people on how the work that we've done has affected them in a positive way. And so to me, that that's definitely part of it is just that consistent feedback that what you're doing matters to people and is making a difference in their lives. I think the second big part of it is that I'm passionate about the topic. Like When I write our blog posts or work on our content or our training, it doesn't feel like work. And I, and then the kind of the third thing is, you know, um, we're able to make money at it and it's really exciting to be able to make money at something that is actually making the world better. Like we are actually improving things every day. And that, that to me is really, um, motivating, right? It's not just about, you know, making money or taking advantage of people. It's actually improving lives and you're getting paid to do it.
1: Absolutely. And what is more inspiring than doing something that you love, being paid for it and knowing that you are transforming people's lives. Wow, certainly that is something that, that compels me to do what I'm doing as well. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners your top three personality traits or qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that they can learn from as well? I would say, I mean, there's a few
0: things. I think the first thing would be just, you know, kind of tenacity and persistence or grit. I don't know, I kind of to combine them all together, but this notion of, no matter what you're given, you don't give up and you uh, are willing to work through it. I think the second thing is, um, just the ability to be very self-aware or very introspective and, and continue to see, um, every day as a journey and like a chance to learn and a chance to grow because not everything comes easy. Right. And, um, and, and then I think the third thing is just really about, Uh, relationships and just being really like nice and kind to people and actually caring about other people. Um, If you're that type of individual, people want to work with you, they want to work
1: for you. Um,
0: And it just, I think, gets you so much further in life.
1: I mean, tenacity, self-introspection, being nice and caring about people, huge qualities that I believe every entrepreneur should have and the big thing for me is that tenacity I mean I believe that being an entrepreneur this is something uh, a quality that you know we are not born with this but quality can be developed and these qualities or these traits that um, Kate have just shared you can develop this and I loved when you said about tenacity because this is you know the ability not to quit when faced with challenges or what it is the situation you are having because building a business is not as I always say not a bit better process every day there's going to be challenges along the way but it is your ability to push through uh, you know, beyond this, beyond these hardships that you're going to be, um, facing along the way. And I love when you said about, you know, when you have this, uh Caring attitude that will you know that will transcend to other people. They will love to work for you with you, and yeah, you will you will attract more more clients and and into your business as well. Love it. Now let's uh, talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today?
0: Great question. I mean, I, I, there's so many. I don't even know where to begin, but. Well, I think one of them is fear and, um, kind of like the people talk about it as often like your ego, but just, um, fear of failure, fear of starting. I mean, I spent, uh, like almost eight years in startups before I was willing to start my own. And, and I kept saying, Oh, I need to build these skills or I need to do these things. But I think at the heart of it, it was, I was so scared of failing. Um, and I think that is definitely a big part that I've really had to get over and like really deal with your kind of inner critic and really, um, you know, learn to prioritize. I I think the second thing, um, I mean, there's so many things I can keep going, but, uh, another thing would be like learning how to delegate effectively. I think especially when you first start out or when you're kind of doing your own company, like you want everything to be perfect And learning to kind of let go and be able to trust other people um, is really important to being able to scale your business and scale yourself. But I also feel like it's a hard thing because you're like, if you care a lot, it's really challenging to be able to let things go. I mean, there's a couple. I can keep going if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, while well, those uh, challenges that you've uh, shared, we are uh, we share those challenges with you because we are. I mean, myself and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this because I mean, fear of failure is a big thing uh, for us, and I I believe that it's one of the challenges that we have to battle in every day because fear is gonna be there. Fear is whether that be fear of failure or fear of success, it's gonna be there, and. The other challenge is learning how to delegate effectively. And, you know, this is a big for entrepreneurs, especially you know, for artists out there who are thinking of going into business or just starting out, because at some point in your life, in your, in your, in your business, you really have to delegate to be able to expand or to grow your business because there's only much that we can do by ourselves for with ourselves so we really have to find people that can help us uh, and offload some of those tasks those and uh, those tasks that you know that you that people uh, are better off in doing and also those tasks that you don't like doing i mean Maybe focus on those tasks that you are good at and those tasks that are revenue generating and then delegate to rest. It's really important, but I believe in you. I I totally with what you said it's a struggle that I have as well because I'm perfectionist. I feel like oh I can I, can, I have to do this one they have to do this has to be done my way, things like that. But we have to let go of that control and let others you know help us because uh, that will help us grow our business um, faster and quicker and bigger. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about what happened when you... I mean let's talk about another aspect because now that you have touched on the biggest challenges let's talk about other aspect of your life as an entrepreneur and we call this the work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is really how to click on and click off and maintain the work-life balance particularly if you have a family now in your life as an entrepreneur how do you maintain this work-life balance and what what are some of the ways you accomplish this in the areas of your health and well-being, family, relationships, your business, and your community in general?
0: Um, I think you have to think about um,
1: all the different kind
0: of things that are really important to you. I think it's really easy to always measure your success just by money or, you know, um, that sort of stuff. But I, I like very materialistic sort of things, but a lot of the times the things that matter are like time and flexibility and um, high quality relationships and being able to work on things that you really enjoy. And so one of the things that I've had to learn is like, er, like, and kind of focus on myself is how do you really define rich? Like, ask yourself the question: What does it mean to be rich? Like, what would your days be like? What would you want to work on? What would you want to do? And sometimes when you define that, what you'll see is that the things that you thought you needed, like all this money or all this, you know, these like material things aren't actually what is really important to you. Um, You know, and, and uh, Stephen Covey always talks about, you know, begin with the end in mind. And I think learning to do that and be able to do that has helped me really put everything in balance Um, until I really started my own company. And I, was able to kind of think through those things. I never thought I could be a mom. And so uh, and I'm pregnant now and I'm due in like 2 months and so that's really exciting for me to feel like I now have the time and the freedom to kind of make that journey. For example.
1: Wow. And by the way, congratulations. Baby on the way. Yeah, it's, wow. it's a little wild. <laughs> yeah, wow. Congrats. Is it the first baby?
0: It is my very first. Oh,
1: that must be exciting! I can totally feel it. Love it. Now, thank you for sharing your um, perspective on the work-life balance. Because the bottom line is, we really have to learn how to prioritize. Prioritize those that are important to you. I mean, you have your business life, you have your family life, you have your personal life, and I love when you said about begin with the end in mind because that's what's going to be. That's the foundation of how you're going to structure your day. How you're going to structure your priorities in life so thank you for sharing that one and you also talk about success um, you touch upon what's the definition of success and I would love for you to expand about that one what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success um, for us I mean
0: for me, I I would say, I mean, I do look at how our growth is as a business. Like how are we growing in terms of customers and traffic and revenue? I also look at, um, you know, our, our employees, like, are we retaining people? Like, are they happy? Are people growing in their careers? And I, I look at a lot of customer feedback, like our, our, is our stuff resonating with people? Uh, we ha- we do MPS scores, um, the Net Promoter Scores for those not familiar with that, on all of our courses to get kind of feedback and make sure that we're delivering high value for the price. So I look at a lot of metrics. I I tend to be very data driven just because I think it's the engineer kind of structured thinking nature of how my mind works. Um, but I look at a lot of metrics. But like at the end of the day, in my life, I mean, I look at: Am I happy? Like, am- do I feel fulfilled? in my relationships and my, um, you know, kind of psyche and the way I think about things and am I, am I really living and being in the moment and really reveling in like all of the things that matter to me?
1: Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's really a question of, am I happy with what I'm doing? Am I happy with the kind of life I have right now? Am I feeling fulfilled? Because uh, of course, we have other tangible um, benchmarks for our success, because we are in business to, first of all, to be profitable, because, you know, that's what drives our business to keep it uh, you know, be, keep it out, out there or alive. But at the same time, beyond that, at the end of the day, it is Our client, when when we make some, when we do something, when we uh, affect somebody, like make a difference in the people's life, and have um, great happy customers in the process of what we're doing, that's what really matters, and that's I think that's what really at the end of the day what feels us, what makes us feel more. Fulfilled and and satisfied and happy uh, these intangible measures of success. So thank you for sharing your perspective on that. Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You know, as entrepreneur, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So
0: Um, I would say my top three tips or advice would be to um, make sure that you're solving a real customer pain point. I think a lot of people can get kind of distracted by things. So really getting to like, what are the core problems? Cause people don't always know what they want. And so it's looking um, kind of past that and helping them understand and really understanding where they're coming from. So know your customers, um, the second thing I would say is, you know, know how to manage your time uh, because you don't like the smartest, most amazing, successful people I know actually have pretty empty schedules. They spend time to think, they spend time to do things, and they know how to work smart. It's not just about working hard. And so I think learning how to manage your time effectively and really being able to prioritize what actually will. Um, move the needle and move things forward um, is a really key skill that I think not enough people uh, think about building. It's kind of they get in this curse of busyness. And I think the third thing is uh, focus on relationships. You know, I mentioned kind of being nice earlier, but uh, success doesn't come through hard work. Success is often given to you by people in terms of the business deals, in terms of job opportunities, in terms of um, just, you know, all these different things, uh, those come from people in your relationships. So I would just encourage people to focus, um, on building those relationships and making them very rich and full.
1: Awesome, and let me summarize those ones for our listeners. Uh, the first one is to know your customer. I mean, make sure you are solving a real problem or a real pain out there that for your cost that for your target market. And then the second one is to know how to manage your time, biggie. And the third one is to focus on relationship, another big as well. So thank you for being so generous in sharing those tips that our listeners can take action on today. Now. What's one benefit that our listeners can get with your product or with your service? Um, I I think
0: that people who are interested in what we're doing, I mean, I would encourage people if they do anything with our service to just go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. Um, It's free and we send out really great, actionable uh, leadership advice every week And I think if then people like that, then they'll probably like our courses and different things. So I would just encourage people if they do one thing to go sign up for our newsletter and just, uh, really get to know us and get to know PopForms and, and then it might be a good fit for them, uh, to kind of help them grow and learn in their careers. Um, and, and it's free and easy to do. So that would be my suggestion.
1: Awesome, awesome. And what's one favorite business resource or tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business?
0: Gosh, um, that's, there's so I know, many lots out there. Um, well, I'm a super big fan of MailChimp, which I'm sure a lot of people use, but I, I love their stuff and um, that works really well uh, for, for doing a lot of our email campaigns and things like that. Plus, I just love the company personality. If, if people aren't familiar with it, they should read their blog and, uh, get their newsletters. Cause I, I just think they do a great job kind of packing in a lot of useful information. Um, and then I think the other thing that I find, um, really valuable just kind of personally is, um, It's actually more of a technique than like an app. And that is uh, this thing called time blocking where you, the day before, um, At the end of the day, before you end your day, to actually plan out what you're going to do and all the time. So, you might have appointments booked on your calendar or or whatnot, but if you don't, to actually schedule appointments with yourself and say, in this two hour chunk, I'm going to work on this project or this one hour chunk. And when I started doing that, it was just amazing how much more I would get done in a day because there was never this moment of like, what should I work on next? My whole day was kind of planned. And so it was just more of executing on this plan that I had set and made me so much more productive. So that would be one tip I would leave people with.
1: That is huge. And time blocking, I'm a big fan of it. I mean, I structure my day from, and I do this a day before, like what you're doing. And it really helps me structure my day so that by the time that day comes, I'm not like walking like not knowing what to do because it's already there. So I could just go check off, check off, check off, take action and check off at the same time you are done with it. So that is a huge, not only time saver, but it really gets you, it helps you focus and be productive on those things that you have to be done on that day. So I'm a big fan of time blocking as well. There's a great resource and great tool that everyone can do that um, starting today. So thank you for sharing that. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Gosh,
0: um, there's so many. Yeah, I know so many out
1: there. I know so hard to pick only one.
0: So um, I'm going to recommend a book that I don't think maybe people have um, read, which is called The Slight Edge. And the reason um, this book was recommended to me by one of my uh, best friends who's like super smart, but in real estate, so totally different industry. But it's really uh, an interesting concept because it talks about how the small things you do every day kind of add up into um, big results. So the idea is that no success and uh, no one's success happens overnight. And in fact, if you look at yourself now and yourself a week ago you probably look pretty much the same and maybe your business looks the same because uh on these kind of small time frames success and failure actually look very similar but it's what happens in the course of like a year or two years that really matters right and a great analogy from the book is that if you think about reading 10 pages a day in a business book um if you do that for a week, like you'll read 70 pages, like that's probably not going to impact your life all that much. It could, but it's not as likely. But if you do that every day for a year, just 10 pages, that's 3,520 pages, which is like 10 to 12 books. And I'll be damned if you don't uh, get a whole lot smarter and your life doesn't improve and your career doesn't improve uh, doing that in a year.
1: Yeah, I love that book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Yeah, I really love those takeaways that you said because this, you know, doing, doing these small things on a daily basis. Well, really, has this compound effect that uh, they they call it a compound, but it will just you know snowball. Um, and maybe you won't notice it on when you start, but it will just snowball. So I really love that book. It's really inspirational as well as actionable. Um, there are a lot of tips that he shared on that book, so I highly recommend that book as well. So thank you for sharing that. Now, last but not the least, you know, Kate in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done it, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire or look up to.
0: Oh my god, that's so hard. if I could be a superhero, who would I be? I don't know. I think I would probably, I mean, right now I'm a really big fan of what Sheryl Sandberg has done with, um, women and women in technology and just making aware people aware of the challenges from the book that she wrote lean in, which is also another great read, um, to, uh, just the way she talks about it and evangelizes it in a way that doesn't, that doesn't actually, I think, make women seem like complainers or less and kind of helps people bond together. So I really admire what she's done. And I would uh, you know, love if my career path and my success path could follow something
1: like hers. Absolutely. I mean, Cheryl uh, Sandberg is really an epitome of a leader and an inspiration and role model out there. And I love her take on, uh, yeah, women empowerment, women entrepreneurship, women leaders, because she, I was watching one uh, documentary or one interview that was done with uh, that she was doing. And she was saying that women. You know when when people say, okay, women can be leaders. Women can be when we when women are being told what they can be, women do it. So she's really inspiring in that way, and she's really uh, making making you know waves there. I and I really like what she's doing out there to really inspire other women that. Of course we, we can aspire to be the best of who we are but, but at the same time we have that we have we have that ability to do so and we just have to tap into that one at the same same time she's really big on balancing your life as well not only um, being you know following the status quo but there are also other areas in your life that are important as well. So yeah definitely she is a superhero um, as well. love her now share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example of our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today
0: um how can they connect with me is that what you yes okay um i'm kate mats on twitter and uh they can also go to the popforms.com website and subscribe to our newsletter, or um, you know, if they want to talk to me directly, they can reach out to me via the contact form on my personal blog at
1: katematts.com. All right. So platforms.com, katematts.com and your Twitter handle, Kate's Twitter handle is at Kate matt. And by the way, for our listeners out there, all this fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com. All you have to do is to type in the name Kate Matsudaira on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there who are driving while you are listening to this one, don't worry. I'm going to have all those links and resources on the show notes as well. But the links again are platforms.com and katemuts.com and her Twitter handle is at katemutts. Kate, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story and your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate and honors you for making our world a better place and we wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you very much and I appreciate you having me on your show, Marie. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now.
0: inspired and empowered to make it happen, then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 3 iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit today'sleadingwomen.com/apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women
1: with Marie Grace Berg.